This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, the transfer portal frenzy has hit the University of Illinois basketball team. And I wrote in our Probing the Portal segment today, our our big deep dive into who Illinois could add, that so far Illinois had not had anyone enter the transfer portal. So I apologize for that. But this is no April Fool's joke. Adam Miller, the freshman guard who started every game for Illinois, has entered the transfer portal. That was first reported by Jeff Borzello of ESPN, but uh, multiple uh, people at 24-7 Sports have confirmed that for us. It's Jeremy Warner, Joey Wagner, an emergency podcast reacting to this because this is pretty big news. Uh, I guess we shouldn't be shocked anymore, Joey, by... Uh, people entering the transfer portal. I mean, Alan Griffin was a little bit of a surprise last year. Uh, a guy that Brad Underwood and his staff had identified, evaluated, and was turning into a good player. Uh, but he obviously wasn't either happy with his role or wanted to, you know, get back closer to home and to his family, and that's understandable. Uh, but Adam Miller, after a year of not being the go-to guy and and not really being a high usage guy with Andre Curbelo and Io Desumu, uh, decides he's going to look elsewhere, and uh, he could decide to come back but most guys do not enter that portal uh, without a coaching change and then decide to return so just your initial reaction to what we thought was going to be one of their go-to guys entering the portal yeah I'm really surprised Jeremy because I thought that that was going to be his role next season it's like okay he got through the not maybe the role he envisioned season and maybe he did you know I'm sure he recalibrated his you know, expectations when IO came back, but certainly when he committed in that Jordan brand store, I don't think any of us thought that IO Desumi was going to return. And so it's like, okay, he got through that. And, and probably, and I think you had a quote, Jeremy, in the story from Adam Miller earlier this season, where it's like, you know, Hey, it's, I've got IO, this is good for me. Like I, I'm understanding the role and you know, I don't know entirely what's going on. We're still trying to piece this together. It broke literally like a half hour ago. Yeah. Cause but, he, I mean, he showed maturity in saying some of the things he said, I've taken it. I've, I've grown and learned. And I know IO's freshman year was hard and he learned from that experience. He said, I want to be a winner. I came here to win. And so he said, it's not like I had my bags packed or anything like that. I came to play for the school. Uh, well, that didn't last too long. So maybe he was just saying that because he knows what to say to the media. Obviously, behind the scenes, he and maybe people around him weren't very happy uh, with the way he was used or the role he had. And, you know, he had opportunities when Io went out, but Curbelo's the lead guard, right? I mean, Io's a lead guard. Trent Frazier was a really good player. I, I just thought, as you said, Next year, I thought that all changed. And I think we saw some of that role grow where he had the ball in his hands a little bit more. He tacked the basket a little bit more. Yeah, and, and you were right earlier in saying that he technically he can still return to Illinois. And, but 
you know, like, there's not a big body of work where this happens. And no, this is a different lot. different thing than Indiana. All those Indiana Correct. kids, right? I mean, they enter the portal and say, like, okay, what are my options? Then I'll consider Indiana. This is very different. I mean, you know who the coach is going to be here. Yeah, Correct. So, and I think what we have to do now, Jeremy, is recalibrate what we thought next season would be. You know, literally this morning, it was like, okay. You know, Adam Miller, Andre Corbello, the, the lead guard situation is taken care of. I'm sure they'd like to add on to that, but that's a pretty good base to have there. And we'll see what happens with Kofi, you know, what the NBA ends up telling him. And, and there was a way you could kind of mentally construct this roster with some names that are in the portal and some names that they're still going after. And, and high school recruits and say, hey, all right, and, you know, this isn't you know, a total turnover, but now you're looking and you could turn over an awful lot of starters, all but Jacob Grandison, really. And you lose DeMonte Williams, perhaps, um, and Trent Frazier, perhaps. We don't know what those two are going to do. But suddenly, a lot of proven college production is no longer on that roster. And now you have to recalibrate. At this moment, at 5 o'clock on on Thursday, you got to recalibrate what you think of next season. And again, this all changed in a half hour. So it could all change a half hour from now, but there's a lot of different views and a different lens to look at what next season could be. I think Adam Miller is going to be really good wherever he goes. I I think he's a very talented player. I I thought he was going to be a guy who could leap from eight points a game to 14, 15 next year. I I thought he was that kind of caliber player and play good defense doing it. Yeah. And I thought he really, you know, the rest of his game really filled out nicely this year. So I I just thought it was in front of him. And uh, apparently he didn't see that at Illinois, Uh, but you could lose. I mean, there's so much still up in the air. I mean, you're going to lose Io DeSumo. You're apparently going to lose Adam Miller. We haven't seen official news yet on Trent Frazier, DeMonte Williams, what do we look into the Twitter account giving them their senior send-offs? I, I don't know. Maybe that maybe that was planned and saying something, but we didn't get an announcement. It was just kind of, hey, seniors, thank you for what you did. Um, Kofi Coburn's going to enter the draft. We probably won't get an answer on that until July. Um, you know, Georgie Bashanishvili, what's his role next year? So, I mean, the t- Andre Curbelo and Adam Miller and Jacob Grandison felt like the three givens that you were returning. Right. And then if you bring Kofi back, boy, you could be a top 10 team, top 15 team in the preseason. Then you add some pieces in the transfer portal. This team's going to turn over almost its entire rotation. I mean, Curbelo and Grandison could be the only players really from that rotation who return because I, I don't consider Coleman Hawkins a key part of that rotation last year. I think he could be good. So all of a sudden, you could replace that entire thing and we, we know how that goes i mean you you could be solid you could be good i mean every team seems like in the middle to the bottom of the big 10 is going through this right now we get to that larger discussion but you're now looking for to replace potentially six of your top seven scores at least five of the top six and two of your lead guard roles which i guess that's the upside now is you can go to an Armand Franklin in the transfer portal and say, you're our guy. You're, you're our leading scorer next year if you want to be that. Um, if you want to say Ty Ty Washington, you're questioning what your role was in November. And now look what you could you could be our, our starting guard next to Andre Corbello next year. And, and now you got to have multiple of, of those guys uh, in, in the transfer portal or through recruiting. Brandon Podzimski, come on in. You're going to play a key role. Uh, even if you're not ready for it, we need you uh, to come in and play that key role 
that's a lot of roster turnover. And, you know, if Kofi comes back and you add the right transfers, I think this team could still be really good. And that's the benefit of the transfer portal. But the downside, Joey, is you don't know what what players are returning. Like, you can't count on anything year over year to uh, what, what your roster is going to be the next year. Yeah, I mean, you can ask a crew, how many shots would you like to get up? And you let us know because they're here for you. It's really – it's changing. Everything is changing. There's a larger discussion – uh, about the impact of the transfer portal on college basketball and how long will it be like this, you know, where it's like every day you look up and, and everybody's in it and it's like, oh my gosh, when did this happen? But, you know, I, maybe this isn't still gloom and doom. I mean, this is not ideal for Illinois basketball. Let's not. No, they just pretend. lost a really good player. Yeah, so let's not pretend that it is. But next season isn't automatically Brad's second year in Champaign either, depending on you know, Kofi Coburn and what happens. And, you know, obviously there, there's still pieces there. So when I said it changes the calibration, it does, but I don't think it sends it all the way to the bottom. You know, I, I think there's a way to, to re, remake this, but it is going to be a remade roster. And I think what it also does, Jeremy, is we've seen the hype and, and we've seen the videos, but now there, there has to be really pressing questions about what Austin Hutcherson could do in Champaign next season uh, and, and where he's at from a health perspective, because everything else in the videos looks pretty good. And everything we had heard from him before looks pretty good, but we haven't seen it in a basketball game in the big 10. And, and that is kind of the, the cloud here for me. And, and maybe I'm the only one who has that cloud, but, but that is still there. But suddenly th- th- there's, a, you know, what, what can he deliver and, and yeah. what could that mean for this team? I think there might be a, a little bit more weight on, on what he could do. Yeah, Austin Hutcherson, I thought even this year, felt like a bonus. Like, if he's good, oh my gosh, you could have the best backcourt uh, potentially in the country. If you had that to Iowa DeSumo, Andre Curbelo, and, you know, Trent Frazier and Adam Miller. Now, and, and this year, I felt like he's an X Factor. And it's kind of fun to have, like, that guy's an X Factor. If he's really good and as good as the Illini staff thinks he can be, then boy, uh, this could be a lot of, this could, team could be really good. Now it feels like he's turning almost into a necessity. Now that can change with transfer portal additions here, and they will make them. Um, but it's now like there's more weight, as you said, on Austin Hutcherson because they need a guy who can score buckets. And, and I'm with you. I mean, I'm really intrigued by him. He's six foot seven. Brad said he's one of the best shooters on the team. He's the best athlete on the team. He's never played a game of Division One basketball. That, that, that's the I have no idea what my expectations are for him. So I see it on the board. You see it on the board. People saying Austin's going to be great. Hey, if you want that optimism, awesome. Maybe, maybe he's got that ceiling. I mean, Brad Underwood certainly seems to think so. And but, I have no proof he won't be. Yeah, but there's right? also there's also the the possibility that this guy has had back injuries, you know, back issues since a, a car crash that probably kept them from being a division one recruit in the first place. And why he went to a D three is he had a spot. Um, and if that comes up again, you might not even have any kind of impact. So the, the swing of possibilities for him, uh, the range of possibilities is enormous. It could be from starter and one of your top scores to not making an impact because he's hurt again. So to being uh, in California all season. So I, I don't, I don't think the staff and maybe they feel good, uh, about his health, but I don't think the staff is, is going into next year saying, yeah, Austin Hodgerson, let's pencil him in for 30 games and 12 points a game. I don't think they can do that. I, I, I think that'd be ridiculous for them to do that. If they do, they've got to have an awfully, awfully good feeling about what, 
the, the reports back that they've heard from his progress out there. And even still, that, that feels to me like a, a gamble. So that look, the transfer portal, give it, then it take it. And, you know, the way this is going, we've seen basically like three different names every day before noon, right? So Illinois is going to have options to rebuild this roster. But, you know, Adam Miller was, you know, kind of the, hey, the Peoria to Chicago, the stay home, the Mr. Basketball, the whole nine yards. And it's just very, I'm still kind of trying as we sit here and talk to him, I'm trying to process like, okay, what? Yeah, well, you're not the only one. I mean, I felt better that I was shocked by this. When Coleman Hawkins tweeted out, April Fools, right? LOL. And no, I mean, this is not this is not a joke. Like, he actually entered the portal. Um, so, I, I think it's probably shocking to him. You know, there can be, you know, buzz of, hey, he's not that happy with his role. I, I will go back to this. I mean, I, I really like Adam, right? I love talking to him. I think he's a phenomenal player. But he committed to Illinois in the fall and didn't sign. And then the spring came around the spring signing period and he didn't sign right away. And there was always just this, you know, like, is, is he completely all in on this? And I understood like, Hey, I would assume his decision could have a huge impact on his role and what he wants to do. And he, he kept with it even after Ohio, you know, came back and, you know, he would have had to get out a national letter of intent to do so, but he kept with it. And uh, Adam, you know, had a good year. I thought for Illinois basketball, even if his, you know, shot shot percentage wasn't exactly what you want, uh, but it it just it's not as shocking as you look back. And I, I did talk to uh, his mother, Andrea Gary, at the Big Ten Championship, and she didn't mention like you know his role. He had to change his role, and that was different for him. And at times it was it was difficult. So um, apparently they just they just weren't too happy with it. And I, I wish him the best, but now it just means Illinois basketball. You're you're in the mix with everybody else. It seems that. This transfer portal is crazy. It is absolutely crazy. And we can call it the free agency of college basketball. You don't see half rosters getting right. overturned with free agents. You can see it with trades and free agents. Um, there's more turnover now in college basketball than we even see at the professional, at least the NBA level. Europe, I know it's a little bit different, but it's more than that. And uh, it's going to be very interesting, Joey, if this keeps up this kind of huge exodus or huge activity because it only increases every year in football and basketball and with a one-time transfer rule i think that's why we're seeing it increase even more but is is there a reaction to it um you know if you're if you're a coach like how how many freshmen do you want to recruit or how do you go about recruiting i mean you got to get guys who are are pretty all in but even guys you thought were all in might not be you know i do wonder and i'm not I don't I want to make it clear. I'm not reporting this, but I sit here and try to think of all of this is what impact just did the strangeness of the year, like being tucked away and, and not really being able to, to go out. And I, look, I have no idea if that's what happened with Adam Miller, but I do want to, cause it was so like, somebody told me like, it's never been harder to be a freshman and college athlete than it is right now. Like you, you go to the gym, you go to the game, you go home and you know, I, I don't know. I have no idea what impact, but there's so, and maybe there's, if it's not Adam Miller, it's beyond, right? And there's other freshmen who are like, this is not the ball game that I thought I was signing up for. I don't know, but it just feels like this is a really kind of a perfect storm of, of the, you know, the one-time transfer that, that we anticipate seeing shortly and the, the pandemic and all of these different things. Maybe this is just the, 
the culmination of it across college basketball, I don't know, but I'll tell you, Jeremy, I, I didn't think I, I would see it in like a, what I, what we would commonly think of as like a role player on this Illinois basketball team or in the rotation. I, I just didn't expect to see an Adam Miller in there, anyone else. And a potential that, that go-to probably, player like that. That's what's surprising. I think Alan Griffin last year, I thought, that's a starter. That could be the second leading scorer on the team, kind of, or, or maybe the first, like if it was Io left. Like th- those were kind of shocking. But I, you know, and I, I'm I'm a fan of, of players being able to move if they want to move. Absolutely. Uh, but but there is there's consequence of that, and that's that's more roster roster turnover, and we're seeing that. You know, and, and this as we sit here and talk about this and all these different, you know, from statistical and what this looks like on the basketball court there are a lot of repercussions that are going to come from for every team, but you talk about Brad and he was so invested in building this culture. And to do that, it requires a little bit of roster continuity. You saw with IO with Demonte, with Trent, with Georgie. And now it's like the back of my mind, I'm wondering, does he have to restart because there are going to be so many new faces in there. Who's going to be the veteran. If, if Trent and Demonte elect to not return, I don't know if they're going to, Who's going to be the veteran voice to be like, hey, listen here. Like, this is – we've worked really hard to do this, right? So how do we continue to do this? And it's a little thing, and ultimately that's that was going to be different because they were going to bring in new players anyway, but – I mean, your leader next year has to be Andre Cabello because he's your best player. I mean, Kofi Coburn, if he comes back, sure. he's a leader, but I think it's always usually a guard, right, That that's going to be your leader. Jacob Grandison's a, a veteran. He's going to be an old man. I think he's going to be 23 <laughs> next year. Um, so he certainly could be that if Georgie decides to come back for another year. Like, he's obviously an energy guy that can help you. But it's got to be your best player. I mean, I would assume it was the, the guy on this team. And I think Andre Corbello has to be that. I thought Adam Miller had that kind of potential uh, too, to kind of be one of the vocal leaders there. But um, yeah, I mean, it's a blow. It's an absolute blow for Illinois basketball. Now they got to make up for it with, with the, uh, I guess now you have an export. Now you need several imports here. And, and that's the problem is, you know, you don't know in the post how many you're going to need yet. And now at guard, you're replacing two of your star three, or four, I mean, DeMonte Williams is kind of a half starter, so three and a half of your starters on the wing outside of Kofi Coburn. At most, right? Yeah, we don't know what Trent DeMonte are going to do, but, you you know, Io, they all know the dude on senior night and he's a junior, so see ya, right? He's going to the NBA, he should. Adam Miller, then if, yeah, you're right, you bring Trent DeMonte, should they elect to move forward? Whew. I mean, that is just a lot, but, you know, positive there's not really a lot of positive spin, but like you said, you can go in a Zoom meeting and and talk to a recruit, be it a hey Ty Ty, hey you you want to you want to go somewhere else? Give Namaria a call back and say, hey Alabama, like we we got a star role for you here, man. Shoot it a hundred times a game, and we are just getting started. <laughs> I mean, whatever you want to put up is is you. Uh, yeah, man, it it changes a lot. I, I would think about what Brad is both seeking and pitching and we'll see how it plays out and when i mean that's the thing with this gym we don't know the timeline we, we don't know when to expect like okay x player is just kind of like before the season yeah. <laughs> like that, we, we just don't know w- when is this gonna happen yeah and uh with the draft process you know i asked brad about it in in february just about 
you know, what it's like as a coach now that, that players are prolonging the process more into the spring. I remember covering Bruce Weber and Tracy Abrams was committing as a sophomore and that was normal. Like that doesn't happen uh, anymore. And I, I understand why I thought it was ridiculous. These guys were committing to coaches when they're 15 years old, when that coach it was like a 30% possibility, probably not going to be there. Um, and now you, you have that different, but you also have the transfer portal that changes everything, the draft that, that goes longer on these last couple of years where you have no idea uh, what your roster is actually going to look like. So you just have to have your hands and, you know, in uh, so many fires here just to be able to find some players. But yeah, I mean, now you're calling up Armand Franklin tonight and saying, you know, you can go back to Indiana and that's fine. Or you can come to Illinois and, and be our go-to guy outside, you know, along with Andre Corbello. Yeah. And then now the other side of this, I'm curious where Adam ends up. Right. I mean, remember what he said, uh, at, at, uh, the Jordan brand store, that would add another, that would add another little or another big, uh, to the Illinois Michigan thing here. But he said, Juwan Howard was calling and he ended up going there. It was like Arizona and Arizona state that were really into it. But, um, you know, Michigan's always, always one to watch. And I don't think Juwan Howard ever is, is trying to make friends. I'm not reporting this. It's just, he, right, he, right. he mentioned Michigan at, uh, in November before he signed. So, yeah, just what a day, man. Like to pull back the curtain quickly. Like we were in a football zoom. Yeah. <laughs> Scroll over to Twitter. And I mean, that, you and I, I, I only don't... ones asking questions in that football zoom. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you know, usually Jeremy, I, I would say because, we work with Derek and Derek is the best at this. Like, I don't feel like I, I'm like, Oh wow. Because you know, I, I'm surprised by it because just Derek is really good. And can I give I you, can I give you his quote? I said, are you as shocked as I was? Um, and I said, I did have some weird vibes throughout the season from certain people. Uh, but he said, pretty damn surprised. <laughs> so, you know, he, he had heard and, you know, I, I'm, I'm fine saying this, like, Hey, that there might not be complete happiness with the role. Um, but I mean, you have Io Desumi, he's an all American, right. And you have Andre Corbello, who's a point guard. And I thought, I, I thought Adam was saying the right things. You know, you, you never know if it's, if it's really how he feels, but um, I also thought he was displaying the right things. Yes. Like he wasn't scoring. So it's like, oh, I'm going to play defense. I'm going to rebound and I'm going to die for these loose balls. He didn't milk it in. Yeah. I, I don't think he played. He was the best darn player on the floor against Loyola. Like I thought he yes. was, and to me, like that was like a, if, you know, if I were him, I would think, Hey, I can see this. And even if he was, you know, displeased with the role with Io, there was always a shelf life on it. It was always this year. Like it wasn't like, when is this going to go away? It was not, I shouldn't put it like that, but like, when is my role going to change? Well, the answer was always next year, like literally always. So that, that was just, it's just, it's a lot of different things that I I have questions about. Yeah. And and I know fans and stupid fans are going to attack him personally. Don't tweet him. Don't Don't tweet him. My God, don't, don't don't tweet him. Don't Instagram him. Let him be a kid and make a decision. I mean, don't I mean, Chris please. Beard, Chris Beard can leave whenever he wants to leave. Brad Underwood can leave whenever he wants to leave. Adam Miller should be able to be, you know, have control over his destiny. Right. And, and go where he wants. And I know it hurts Illinois basketball, but now it's Brad Underwood's job to make sure it doesn't. Right. And that's, that's the key moving forward. Yes. And yelling at him, it didn't help. And uh, literally helps nobody. Nobody on the face of the earth is yelling at Adam Miller on social media, help a single person. Right. Don't do it. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> at every single level, it's embarrassing. Agreed.
All right. That's all I got. You got anything else, Joey? No, I went on my soapbox. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to change the world, the Twitter world, social media world with that uh, soapbox there. One curmudgeonly 29-year-old at a time. <laughs> All right. Appreciate you guys listening to the Alana Enquirer podcast. Uh, we'll break this down more. And boy, this offseason is going to be crazy. It already is, uh, but it's going to add to it. And Adam Miller leaving on top of Io DeSumo leaving. Illinois has got a lot of work to do with their roster. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody take care of each other. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time on the Alana Enquirer podcast. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.